uh, 12 days till Christmas. Have you started any Christmas shopping? Uh, being without a job, I've done about uh, nothing, but I did get a little bit of something for, for my mom, but other than that, not really. Yeah, you're no. having some, yeah. Gotta apologize, you're still having some audio problems cutting in and out there, so you can just kind of repeat yourself again. Yeah, no uh, worries. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't know what exactly is on here, but, um, yeah, I just... I I'd done the you know kind of some of the basic I mean but I didn't really have a lot to do uh, a lot of you guys who know me uh, know that I I did get laid off a little bit recently so or uh, so uh, but otherwise you know got got kind of what I needed but no so uh, how about you? Um, we did a lot of the online shopping first, like I showed in the chat room earlier today that we ordered a dresser for my kid's uh, new bedroom from Wayfair and opened it up and saw like 50 pieces and bolts and nails and everything. And it just seems so overwhelming when you first open it up and it's all just flat pieces of wood and it has to go together, but it wasn't too bad. It took me about six, seven hours. I mean, once you get like the main base up, it's just all about putting those finicky drawers together and everything. But you know, he loves it. You know, the, the things us as fathers do for our kids. So we finally had a had a week of hockey in the NZ. That was pretty fun. Um, how do you think your week one went? Uh, personally, like when I was in the lineup, I think my my week uh, went all right. I mean, uh, three and one for myself. Um, team didn't do too hot, and we were th- uh, three and three. But you know, I mean, that's right at the middle of the pack. I mean literally quite literally the middle of the pack with the standings and everything so uh yeah i mean i'm i think we we all did all right it's the things got to figure out but we also got some some positive some positive aspects so uh how about you though um i mean okay i guess i mean i went what was it i went uh one two and one i mean it's an this team, you know, there's a lot of new faces and we haven't really played much together. And it was by my first action of NZ in almost, almost nine months. So it was, you know, I had to get back into being sweaty again with the sticks and, you know, it just, uh, was kind of slow. Our team wasn't really ever, you know, ready to start games. You know, we'd be chasing them. Um, besides the 11, three drubbing, which is kind of the outlier of the week. Uh, you just kind of, we just felt like we were chasing the game. Uh, all week, you know, um, but there's the guys on this team and I think we can uh, clean things up here and have a better week. But, um, other than that, yeah, I'm, it was okay, I guess. Right. And that's, but, uh, yeah. You know, other than going six and oh, I mean, as long as you kind of know what's going on. Yeah. That's, that's, that's good. Yeah. Well, yeah, we, we, we never expected to go six and oh, you know, yeah. but I feel like getting only five points out of a possible 12 is unacceptable by our standards. And I think we can do better. But, always, uh, almost, almost always yeah, going to be Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. And yeah. So we got a lot to get to. Um, we're going to recap the week that was the NZHL for week one. We also have power rankings. We're also going to go through trades and all bunch of other stuff. Um, so we're going to get right down to the week one power rankings. Um, CN, you know, may have some different opinions and he's welcome to, um, 
rebut them. But this is just how the way I saw them. So we're gonna get into the week one power rankings. I mean, no surprise. Me and CN like it's obviously the Beauty Bandits, the only undefeated team. They're number one. I mean, like big shocker, right, CN? Yeah, nothing, nothing much to say other than it's the Booty Bandits. Uh, you know, especially after that trade and whatnot. Um, one six and zero. I mean, it's, if we came out here and said anyone else was on top, we would probably not be able to record again because we'd have absolutely no credibility. I mean, that's just that's what it is. <laughs> they're, they're on top. Uh, nothing much. Nothing much else to say. So. Yeah. Um. At number two, I got the Squirtle Squad, and boy, did they let me hear it this week, and, and fair enough. Like, you know, they, they've shut me up. I said this team wasn't going to be a playoff team, and they're sitting second in the standings um, with the second-best goal differential in the NZ. How do you feel about the Squirtle Squad? Do they kind of surprise you? Because we both were like, Furry's going to be your number one center, and, I mean, it's turning out pretty well so far. Uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, I agree as well with that. Um, I think part of... Uh, they they did have a ten to one game against the Dump Stars, and we'll talk about them later. But uh, I mean, this team five all you know, or uh, five and one. Sorry, so five five and one. I mean, not much, not much else you can ask for. Uh, they lost to the Acorns, I believe, on their like last game of the week. I don't necessarily know who was in that lineup, who was you know what was going on, but um. Just off the top of my head, at least. It, but you know what? Five, five and one in a week—that's that's still very good. Uh, they did, like you said, they had a, they have a very good uh, goal differential, and multiple players nominated for stars of the week, uh, which were discussed on the media show and also in the Discord for anyone to check out. But yeah, I mean that's great week from them. Number two is, and that they're an easy number two as well. Yeah. Um, once I got to three to 10, it was like the middle of the pack kind of stuff was, but, but then I kind of, you know, kind of went NCAA brain and kind of went with like your best victories and your strength of games and stuff like that. Um, but I went with the acorns number three, they went through three overtime games, tight battles. I think they went through a double overtime game as well. They beat the squirtle squad. I mean, I honestly didn't have this team making the playoffs too. And you know, they're sitting, sitting high up in the standings right now so kudos to them um and then they made a big trade you know two more first rounders got traded we'll get into that later but uh what's your thoughts about me having the acorns at three um the acorns the acorns being at three is tough for me and in this and i'm gonna i'm gonna agree with you and then keep them third myself um because like you said three to I mean, definitively, like three to seven or three to six, really is is really tight. Um, e each team has a has its ups and downs. Each team, there's reasons why they could be higher than others, and there's you know there's all reasons why they could be lower for for every team, at least in my opinion, in the three three through six, and realistically even three through seven. Seven gets a bit debatable, and we'll talk about it, but. Three, I'm cool with it. They kept everything tight. If they can finish up and just, I mean, they just needed to score one more in three of their games. And all in, in three of their games, they lose in overtime. If you can just get something lucky, that's a win. on, on That's just, just another win. And they did still win two games and only lost one in regulation. I think that's a... And they did steal a uh, point from the Bandits. 
Which, yeah, exactly. So that's yeah. an impressive, yeah. an impressive week in terms of that. Uh, would have loved to see them potentially, you know, sneak one or two of those uh, OT losses into wins, but number three is uh, is fine with me for kind of for that reason. Uh, so, so I have the Trashers at four, even though they're three in the standings, but they have a forfeit win, and I can't give them credit for getting an easy two points without playing. However, the game would have been against the Dumpstars uh, the last game of Saturday night. So, And the Dumpstars weren't playing their best hockey this week, but you still can't play the assumption card and assume they were going to get those two points. So I just put the Trashers at four because uh, they just got an easy two points handed to them without earning it. Yeah, that's that's uh, really that's kind of exactly what I'm thinking on that. It's there. I've right now. I think they play. They did play well, and I if they can continue to play this well, they or the way that they did, um, they will, they will make the playoffs. Uh, I just I'm not sure that I see this. Not sure that I see it happening. Um, but. Obviously, like I've said before, I, I mean, I'm I'm rooting for them. So, yeah, four. I don't I don't know how long they stay at four, but I mean, four. I'm cool with that as well. Uh, okay. Rounding, uh, moving on. I got the Mullet Patrol at five. I mean, they they beat some, you know, they beat some of these teams that are going to be below them. Um, I just think that the Mullet Patrol, you know, had an okay week. It could be better, but I think that they are number five compared to the rest of these teams. Maybe you have something different to say about your team, but uh, uh, yeah, I mean, with it being my team, um, I can kind of, you know, have a little, little insight or whatever. But I mean, it's no secret. I mean, we had a slow start. We went zero uh, and two on the first night. Uh, we did win the game, the first game on on Friday, but then lost the next. So. Um, those are games there. I think there's, there's reasons we're looking up on it. Um, especially looking at who kind of played on, on Thursday, ideally. I mean, you look at that line just on paper, uh, with the big names, cause Shields, Lazar and Mikey were our forwards for that night. I, I can't make excuses in terms, like I wouldn't, I won't even try to make excuses as to why they should have won other than simply, I think the, the line needs to be switched around. I think as a team, we're, we're looking at that same kind of, uh, we're looking at that same kind of idea. And we've talked about it as a, as a team, uh, since then. And I think that that line won't necessarily show up again in terms of having Lazar at center. But if it does, you gotta be better. And so five makes sense there. We're literally completely average in terms of everything, uh, but only a plus three goal differential dead middle of the pack with record it's nothing too hot nothing too cold five is just kind of where they have to land yeah number six i have friendship um they had a tight 2-1 loss against the beauty bandits you know a tight 4-2 loss to the mullet patrol but then they went and like just drubbed the trashers 11 to 3 um What's your thoughts on the friendship being at six there? Um, I mean, so, I know it wasn't the most solid yeah. week, but then like my explanation for the yeah for the I, four I teams think, are going to be under them. Yeah, I think uh, with with the friendship, it's more about who 
who is under them and and why those guys are under. I think friendships could absolutely be better. They're the same thing with Mullet Patrol. I think they will be better. Um, I just, after that week, uh, I mean, it, it's hard for us to not go in and just basically say, well, it's only one week. Here are our standing. Here's the standings. And basically here's the power rankings. But when you look at what kind of happened in, in, in the week, I think friendship deserves just that extra little spot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they can kind of continue to make improvements, uh, as we, uh, mentioned earlier, or as, uh, Sandy Wesley mentioned earlier. Yeah. yeah. And then behind the friendship, they might not like it, but the Stinky Noodles at seven, even though they're higher than the friendship, but let's be honest here. The reason why I have it is, okay, Thursday night, you won a couple of 2-1 games. Awesome. I, Man, they, they would not let me stop listening to it on Thursday, and rightfully so. You won two games. But what happened on Friday and Saturday? It got quiet in Doodletown, didn't it, CN? Boy, did yeah. it get quiet in that chat room. Uh, um, at least publicly, it was quiet. Um, you know, you get you get smoked <sighs> out by the Mullet Patrol 7-1. You get ran out of the rink by the Booty Bandits 8-1. Um, you know, yeah, you finish 3-3, three and three, but my goodness, man. If those were some pretty bad showings after Thursday night going 1-3. and three. And just uh, the, the goal differential was just absolutely just horrendous. Yeah, they they ended up with a. I'm pulling it up now. They ended up with a minus twelve goal differential, and for context, they scored twelve. So every time they scored, they got scored on twice. Um, you can't have a week like that where you know you. Start out hot, sure. Um, it, but that being said, they also, their first night, it was two to one victories over the Trashers and the Dumpstars. And my opinions of the Trashers, as I mentioned before, I don't think they're as good as their record shows. And you barely beat them. And then the Dumpstars, we'll talk about them, but they're not too hot. Um, no, no. It's I, a sh- yeah, I mean, we'll it's, it's probably the yeah. first time ever that. We've gone through power rankings, and Dumpstars aren't at least top five. Um, so, you know, you yeah. barely win games over over the Dumpstars and the Trashers. I think that those two wins are a little bit inflated. But that being said, do look at that lineup, and there is a lot of defensive forwards on that line, uh, or at least who played on that line. I kind of understand why they were 2-1 to one games, but those those are... I mean, obviously very close games, and the games that they lost were just not close. You know, I mean, their other win was 3-1, to one, and everything else was at least a three-goal differential. That had you... Yeah. There's there's no way I could, you know, sit here and say with without just being biased because I do know Squirtin and Bruin and, and pretty much everyone on that team um, that without being biased and saying that they're just... They're, they're not doing too well, and yeah. the lines just don't necessarily seem to mesh. But so we'll and they see. were really mad at me, and I get it, you know. But yeah. I think they're they're like misunderstood me. Like they tell me that I'm overreacting because I come on a podcast and I tell them that they made a bad trade. Listen, I'm not sitting here saying I'm rooting for the stinky doodles to be trash. No way that I'd once say that. I just said it was a bad move, and I mean facts are showing it right now. 
Exactly. But we're going to move on. Um, I mean, the last three teams, I mean, Rock'em Sock'em, you know, they had another tight loss to the Bandits, but they won over the Friendship. Uh, surprisingly, Nikki's team um, is, is uh, at the bottom of the pack. I thought they were probably going to be more of a mid of the pack. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't think Nikki's team is going to sit at the bottom of the stands very much. I think that... Uh, I think that they'll be able to do better this week or, or, you know, maybe I'm wrong. What do you think? Um, I think they're, so I, I didn't get a chance to watch, um, the OT win that they had against you guys, friendships. Um, but they, the record, their other, so they had two wins. They were two and four. One of those being an OT win, like said, against friendships. The other, uh, was a regulation win against, all patrol and uh i was in that lineup and i can you know i can say keenis really keenis absolutely is gonna have to carry this team if they want to stay in in the race um you know he was playing right d uh right d that night and the whole left side with which we had shieldsy on so shieldsy was clamped up was forced to go to the other side and and they were able to, you know, Boston and the other uh forwards were able to play another, you know, enough good enough team defense. But uh, you know, their their whole offense runs through Keenis. Their defense, if Keenis has a if Keenis is not back or, you know, just has one slight misplay, uh that team's not gonna be doing too hot. The the team runs through Keenis and it, it's gonna go as far as Keenis Keenis can take them. Yeah, Keenis played center against us, and he played with um, I want to say Teske, and I can't remember the other winger, but yeah, it was it was the Keenis show in that game, even though we lost four three in overtime. But if I don't, if Keenis is not playing center, I don't think they win that game. Yeah, no, not but, much else to say about that. Yeah, uh, number nine, the Saboteurs. Look, they they had a tight. 2-1 loss. I mean, Pono was a wall against the Bandits, and the Bandits were going to only put two behind them. And then they went and uh, played a double overtime game versus the eight cards and, and you know, were able to uh, squeeze out the win there. I mean, compared to who's under them, I mean, the Saboteurs are nine. It's just, they can't, it's just automatic that they're nine. And I don't think we really need to say much about their ranking. But now let's get to number 10. The Dumpstars, who had a minus 22 goal differential, back-to-back -back losses versus the Squirts and the Bandits being outscored 18-1. to CN, what is happening with the Dumpstars? Oh, oh, God. I mean, the Dumpstars, their only win was know, that but, was an yeah. over... Their, their Dumpstars, their only win was... Uh, regular OT version, OT I mean, yeah, right, Acorns. OT. yeah, yeah, OT win against the Acorns, and um, and even I mean, that was a six to five game, yeah, that was just a defense is optional kind of a game. We're just gonna go and score. Um, this team, you know, on paper, uh, I mean, you know, Sandine and I both actually had, yeah, us or had I, them as I, potential I, early I, cup favorites. I, I had them high. I mean, the, yeah. the roster on paper, you know, I had them high. Um, you know, maybe maybe we're seeing some flaws in their defense because they don't have 
maybe someone to play D with um, rookies, but then they made a trade, and we'll get to that later. Yeah. But, um, you know, maybe the cash, maybe the Kush and Lavenka combo just wasn't working. Maybe they want to throw Lavenka back at full-time center. Um, <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, but, um... that, but, but man, those, you know, and they decide to not show up for their last game on Saturday night and just take the forfeit. Just shows that the dumb stars were just over it this week. Yeah, and and from some stuff that has been said in Gen Chat, it doesn't seem like they're too happy about this, you know, this just coming through. And I mean, it seems like they didn't even. We're, we're recording this now, uh, Wednesday night, um, and earlier today. I mean, it was put in Gen Chat. They hadn't even put out their avail, or is the team giving up? Well, I mean, what's I, I don't understand what's happening because this is a a, a you know a side effect run team where every single time that I've seen him in this league, his team has been at least top five, mm-hmm. you know, if not top four. His, his team has always been good. Uh, he knows how to make teams usually, and I don't know if it's because it's the new game and basically the people he put together aren't going to work together. But this is, this is, uh, this is an embarrassment. Uh, if, if I'm rookies, I'm, I'm looking to make trades like absolutely crazy and like you said they did make a big trade so we'll talk about it uh they did also and i'll, I'll go ahead and just talk about this here real quick uh they did yeah. also claim uh thike 92 off of waivers so i mean looking like at him he's a center who plays two-way you know a two-way game do they are they looking to add more you know kind of defensive structure i i don't know what they're doing i don't know what's happening it it's confusing the absolute hell out of me and i'm just i'm lost uh you know a minus 22 goal differential i mean that's how do you i i don't know how that happens to a team that is that good on paper yeah once again your audio just cut out there for a sec sorry about that um well can you hear me yeah, yeah, I can, I can. Okay, I don't okay, know what's yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. No, no worries. It got pretty silent there. Well, I mean, I gotta be, I gotta be honest. Like, side effect was pretty tilted this week. I mean, Lebronto went into his vods and used clips to be toxic, and I mean, that's not what we're trying to be about in the league. And you know, and then he started deleting all his vods because I tried to watch his games. I mean, he was just over it this week. I get it. It just, you know. That's not the toxicity that we should have in the league. But, I mean, it's LeBronto. I mean, it, you don't expect anything less. You know, that being said, I, I don't have I, – I personally don't have any sympathy on that. And I think this is – it's – rookies has to – rookies has to get a, get his head out of his ass. If, if that's what's going to bother you and send you down into a kind of a spiral here, that's a problem. Because I can tell you right now, rookies has done that to multiple people in this league. He will clip his streams when something goes his way. But now that something's not going his way, if that's going to be what we're getting upset about, and that's what we're going to be start happening, I'm not saying LeBron oh, yeah. should have been toxic. I, th- I think that is, um, you know, I mean that is what it is. It's it's LeBronto. Um, I thought they were the clips were a little funny. Um, that being said, uh, you know what? That's not. There's just there's no excuse to to that. Yeah. So. I mean, fair it point. Didn't... I mean, I did not know that, that rookies did that as well. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, so, it, it's been a bit. So, so um, fair I, point, I, I guess. Yeah, I, I know it's been a bit. And, um, you know, in general, uh, rookies is less toxic, obviously. Uh, that's not a not a surprise, not a outlandish uh, statement. 
Um, I think even Bronto would completely agree. I don't think there is any reason to mm. to not agree with that. But they, uh, I don't know this this team is this team is confusing, and and that leads straight into our our next point that you want to go ahead and introduce. But well, I mean, we already kind of covered it. I was going to ask you a question. What do you thought was the biggest surprise of Week One? The Squirrel Squad being second in the league with a 5-1 record, or we just went up with the Dump Stars. So let's talk about the Squirtle. The Squirtle Squad there. Second in the league, 5-1 record. Um, second best goal differential. You know, they're scoring a lot of goals. Um, I haven't really got much to, you know, I haven't been able to watch much of their games. Um, but, you know, Shotzi lets me have it. You know, a couple of other people, Furry's like, well, I... I thought I couldn't play center. You know, hey, they're they're making me eat my words. So good job, Squirrel Squad. Keep it up. You know, I know it was only week one. I'm not saying you're going to go for a big downfall, but you know, don't let your foot off the pedal. Yeah, what's your thoughts on the Squirtle Squad? Um, yeah, it's exactly what you said. I think. Uh, I I mean, to answer your question, it's 100% the Dump Stars being in last. That is the yeah. big surprise. But we already uh, spent like five minutes but, on them. Yeah. yeah. So, but with as far as the Squirrel Squad, I mean, uh. Definitely a surprise to me. I mean, I was right there with you, and I did not necessarily believe that they were going to be uh, that that great. But you know, I mean, they had some they had some good goal scoring. Furry played well uh, as a center. I still think they need to find a way to get another center. Um, whether that's a you know a guy who can play four out of six games, or if that's a guy who can just play when Furry can't. Um, you know, it's up to them, but they, uh, going five and one, that's a, that's an absolute positive surprise for me. And I, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for them. I'm curious how long it's, how long it, uh, they keep it up, but based off of their record and based off of who has played, how, and you know, how, how well everybody's played on that team or whatever, uh, I think this is going to be a good team now, but. I I would not necessarily predict you know another five in one week next week. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I'll I'll eat my words. I, you know, I'm a man. I can I you know I can be wrong. You know, just ask my wife. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, good job, Squirtle. Um. So now we got we're going to move on to some players who quit the league. Um, I just found out one just an hour ago, but Brohan Solo and Blackhawk have been removed from the league. And then I find out like an hour before I hit record on the show that Carms left the league because they were all a group and they wanted to play with each other and they couldn't. So now they pieced out. But you know what? Goodbye. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. I mean, you can't play with your buddies. Boo hoo. Suck it up. Like, this is just a joke. Yeah, that's a very. Uh, I I mean, I won't necessarily go too crazy on, on about Carms yet, just because I have not uh, seen exactly what's going on with them. And you know, I I mean, anyone, especially a captain who leaves the league, um, uh, just shame on you, I guess. I mean, I don't really know how else to say it, but uh, I mean. Solo and Blackhawk, that's I think it's the same thing with you as well. They both wanted to be on the same team or whatever. Um I'm a little shocked that Blackhawk left. I mean, it looked like he had done well and 
you know, he's on, they were on the acorns. And like I said, well, yes, they were two and four, and like just by wins and straight losses. They, they also had three overtime losses. So, I mean, that's a close, the team's not doing bad. The trashers, uh, three and two, not including the forfeit win. I, I don't understand it. I think if you're a person who wanted to be on somebody's team and are leaving simply because of that, uh, yeah, just go ahead, leave, get the fuck out. Well, yeah, you well, this won't is the be kind missed. of behavior that we're trying to remove from the league. Yeah, you know, uh, you, don't, you, 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 you won't you be, be allowed to get to pick where you want to play. I mean, I know no, it's going to happen sometimes. But here's my question: like, if they like, how did they not draft them? Like, it, what what round did Brohan go? They took Blackhawk in the second round or third round. Like, I'm pretty sure they could have drafted Brohan. Like, what round was he drafted in? And they just kept passing on him. So, I mean, like, and Carms is a captain. When when does, you know, you pull the trigger and get the guy? Yeah, so it looks like uh, Blackhawk was taken in the third round. And yeah. Brohan was actually also taken in the third round. Um, okay, okay. I, I did yeah. just pull that up just to see. Okay. Uh, like so, before or after? Uh, after. So it went uh, Blackhawk at twenty four, and then Brohan mm-hmm. at thirty. Right. Now, now if they take Brohan um, in the third round, does Blackhawk come back to him? Like, I I don't know. Um, yeah. I, this this is a I I don't know these guys well enough, so yeah. I can't necessarily say whether. Well, that's what I'm saying. Right. Like this team like, is a mystery to me, but already it just seems like it. You know, but yeah. the captain's mad because it's not a click crew. Yeah, but uh, it, it's a it's an absolute shame. Um, I, you know, if Pono, who you know, Martin, if he seems like uh, he seems like a good enough dude, he's gonna stay. Uh, I wish him the best of luck. That being said, if you are also gonna leave Pono and you're listening to this, uh, fuck you first off because it's just gonna hurt the league back. But just just stay out the season, finish it out. If you're not happy with what's going on, that's fine. Uh, yeah. Nobody's ever force anyone to be happy about how their league how their team is playing uh and how the team is doing but yeah, yeah. just uh as a player as a as a owner i think you sh- that's it's an embarrass you 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 are when you do that you do nothing but embarrass yourself yeah um you don't there's no way that you can look out of that and be like well you know like you can't there's no positives to be taken out of that there's nothing you just embarrass yourself you make the le- you 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 make it harder on the league and now you've now it's just going to be tougher for everybody. Get over your sorry ass self. And I may be coming out of a bit too bit too harsh there, but this comes for especially to the captain who left, and but also as well as the the other players. Just get over it. No, if you're I don't not on your team. I, no, I don't think you're harsh. I mean, it makes a lot of people mad in this league that you know you can just bail on your captain and then a couple other people leave the league where. You wasted a drafting spot for people who are just sitting on TC looking to try and play. Exactly. Um, you know, I feel bad for player Ryan. I mean, he drafted this guy or, or you know, player Ryan and Co. I don't necessarily know who did their drafting or whatever, but um, yeah. they, you know, they drafted him in this third round. And player, player Ryan's already, we, you mean, with that team on the Trashers, we already know that there's one potential question mark uh, as far as yes. you know, how they're going to stick around. and. Yeah, How we'll do, get to that later for sure. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But now adding in somebody who just outright leaves the league, you get there's there's nothing. It, it does nothing but hurt your team, and it's it's really frustrating. And I feel really bad for him. Um, and you know I feel bad for player Ryan and and Go having to deal with this. But 
these guys were probably going to leave sooner rather than later. So I think it's probably, or they, they were probably going to leave, uh, you know, at some point. Um, I think it might just be a little yeah. bit better for it to go ahead and happen. And, you know, yeah, be able Lisa to was, just Lisa was week and, one and not after the trade deadline, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I, I've had players on my team leave, um, like on teams that I've owned and it, and it sucks. Especially when, you know, you didn't necessarily do anything about it. It's not like you, you know, argued with your players or whatever and you, you caused problems. I mean, like if you're just doing what you're doing as an owner, just doing your doing your job, all of a sudden you get blindsided with it, it fucking sucks. So Yeah. Um I'm glad I mean I wish they didn't leave, but that being said, I'm glad they're gone. Clearly they're they're just soft and just eats your shit. So Yeah. Well, we'll talk, that's enough of talking about them. Now we're going to get into some trades. I mean, after week one, you probably expected some teams to do some trades, and it happened. And we're going to go with the big one right off the bat. The Dumpstars traded Cash, Kush, and Gurkle to the Acorns for Gronk. Not surprised this trade happened, but are we surprised it happened this early? Um, No, uh... You look at those team. You look at the dumpsters, and and it's not. I don't think it's the acorns that that maybe initiated this trade. I think it's it's the dumpsters. I mean, obviously, I don't know, but um, I think if I'm the dumpsters, I'm calling to find out how you get how you get a defenseman in Gronk that you know, you know he's very good, he's familiar with your team, uh, you know everything, everything makes sense for why Gronk is now on that team, um. Gurkle, I don't necessarily know if was going to fit in as well. Um, you know, after some, watching some of those games and Kush, just maybe there's not that spot for him. Maybe you want to now let Litvinka go back to being your, you know, your six out of six center. So uh, I don't know. Something's not necessarily going right with that team. And, you know, for their sake, I would hope that Gronk can help turn it around. But. Is Gronk going to be enough to turn that team around? I uh, I don't think so personally. But well, I mean, you maybe, maybe. cover you you maybe fill a hole that was needed on defense, but now who where where you you took away an offensive spot? Like who's filling those shoes? It's just I mean I get it. Gronk can play multiple positions, but I think you got Gronk to play defense with rookies because I think maybe he was struggling with every other D partner he had. I'm not going to go on the record and say that. I'm, that's just my guess. Um, for the Acorns, I don't really know why you made this trade because you had Dryden playing up the middle. Yeah, kind of, maybe you wanted more up the middle, but now you're creating a hole on defense. It just—it's kind of a weird trade. I don't—I'm not going to say it's a bad trade for both teams. It's kind of like you're just sacrificing one spot to improve the other for both teams. Yeah, and that that is kind of what you know hockey trades are about. In that, you never, you know, you have a need for this. You know, and the Dumpstars needed some defense, and uh, Acorns might have wanted some more scoring. I mean, they did lose, you know, that many games in overtime. You just needed that. If you get one more goal, the game's over. Yeah. Um, it makes sense, but looking at also looking at the the Dumpstars scoring. Uh, I would have loved to see Kush get more games and, you know, get a line really focusing around Kush. I think he, so far, was the better of the two between him and Vinka. But, uh, I mean, you know, uh, hopefully this works out for both teams. Yeah. I, I don't have too much to say about it. Okay. And um, I don't know too much about this trade, but 
kind of type of scratcher to me. The Bandits trade Drip Von Splash and Varouk to the Trashers for CDN Gangsta and Flair. Now, I don't know too much about these guys, but when I looked on the website, it kind of scratched my head that the Trashers traded their top offensive point man to the Bandits for two guys who didn't even equal, who didn't even total the points that Gangsta got this week. And then the Trashers took another part-time player. Like I said, I don't know too much about these guys, but it was just kind of weird for the Trashers to trade such an offensive guy to the Bandits who, do they really need more offense? Yeah, um, Trashers giving up flair. Like you said, uh, CDN Gangsta, I mean, he, he was a, a good player for them in just that one week. Uh, I know flair, he can be useful for sure, uh, part-timer, but... I don't know. I don't know enough about Japan Swash or Vrook or, or those two, so I can't necessarily say if anyone wins, loses, what's going on. Um, uh, just from what I'm looking at, I would have to say early winners look to be bandits, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's a reason uh, that, that Trashers traded for those guys. I, I just don't know. I mean, maybe maybe more death, but, you know, you look at Drip and Vrook and, you know, they played with Devin, and, I mean, I'm not trying to say that that's what they are, but it just looks like maybe the Bandits just polished a couple of turds and sold them high. I don't I don't know. Yeah, that's a great analogy. Um, yeah, I, I just, I don't know enough about these guys. Uh, Vrook was undrafted, yeah. actually, so... Um, he was a TC that was called up uh, before the first week. I I don't know. That's just a weird one to me. But yeah, a buck for both teams, I guess. Yeah. And then the stinky doodles, you know, dip their uh, toes in the market, dealing Tots and Ripley to the Trashers for Koozie and Darkside. Tots came from the Bandits to the Stinky Doodles in that ridiculous trade and now he's out the door again for Kusi. Um, is this because Kusi is friends with Brune and Squirt and all that? But I look at the website. By the way, that thing is just hard to navigate right now. I mean props to the LMs for trying to fix all the issues with it. But I didn't I I mean correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think Kusi played a game. There's no recollection of him playing the game on the website. So it's kind of weird you trade away a guy who didn't play a single game for you this week? Is it, you know, was he just not showing up, trying to get to his friend's team? It's kind of a weird trade to me. I don't want to get too much into it because it might sound like I'm picking a fight again with the doodles. It just seems like a weird trade to draft a guy so high and then dump him before you, see, you ever see him play a game. Yeah, uh... Tots and Ripley seemingly just didn't necessarily fit on that team. Um, so I, I kind of understand why they were on the move. Uh, that does make sense to me, seeing those two two names traded. I'm not shocked whatsoever. Uh, Goosey, however you say his name, Goosey. I, I heard someone call it Goosey. I think that might have been John. I don't know. I see a, um, I see a Q. So I, guess. I mean, yeah, no, it is yeah. a Q. I, just, yeah, I think maybe it's... it's weird. I, I, yeah. I don't really know. I'll yeah. be honest. Uh, but whatever they um you know they didn't even it on the, i did just double check the site they're not on the i guess they didn't play uh i believe i did see that their names lined up and i think i just found it 
Yeah, it looks like um, looks like he was supposed to play game two on Saturday, which was then the forfeit. Um, but actually, that now that I'm looking back, it says game two if available. So he didn't have great avail. Um, uh, I don't know. Um, I I, and I also don't know anything about this dark side guy. Um. Yeah, I just I have. A yeah, I'm just looking at the like the two guys here, like Tots and Kuzi. Like I'm yeah. sure Ripley is a decent player, but I'm just looking at these two names. I don't know. I just management 101. You don't really trade someone until you see what they do on the ice. That's just kind of my thing. Yeah, uh, I I don't know, but I mean I can see why the Trashers <laughs> made the trade. They needed to strengthen up that left side defense. Because Perf was scheduled for two games, only showed up for one. Now, we're not going to say Although, something happened, but, you know, this is the start of history maybe repeating oh, itself again. Um, and to Perf's credit, um, he would have probably played. I don't know, obviously. Uh, he did play. Uh, it was on Saturday. That's the day he that's, was scheduled. That's, oh, that's, that's right. That, the forfeit. And that's that was right. the dumb so, stars. Yeah, so I keep forgetting that forfeit. Yes. No, I, I didn't. I honestly didn't even realize that was the case. I thought he just, yes. I was with you, and yes. I thought he played just one flat out. Um, yes, I, I apologize. Yeah, I totally forgot that forfeit win. It just, yeah, yeah. I just yes. just now saw that on the, uh, yes. okay. I was looking at the lines okay, here. So he so. would have showed up for his two games. But yeah. even then, like, you needed to strengthen up the left side. I just, you know, after... You know, not picking on our commissioner or anything, but he was in the game where they lost 11 to 3. And maybe, you know, Ryan looked there and said, maybe we need a little more on that left side because Perth's a part time. Yeah, um, that's that's probably all it was. And so I think for, um, I, I've heard that this this Goosey, Goosey, whatever guy is very, is very solid, but he hasn't played. Um, so uh, I don't know. Um, to, to, I, I think early prediction or early, early winner or whatever from this one might be the Trashers, but with Tots and Ripley just not fitting in from what I understand on that team, makes sense why they traded them. So we'll see, uh. I like uh, I like the way Tots can play. Uh, he's much more comfortable on the left side, though. And uh, one of the games he or the two games he played, he was on the right, so that might have had a hand in what kind of happened. Okay. And I don't know enough about Ripley's uh, game, so I don't necessarily want to say anything more than that. I think this is a just a overall fine trade. I think it makes sense why it happened on both sides. Okay. And then the last trade of any significance, um, we see the Saboteurs trade their second round pick in Alfredson to the Rock'em Sock'em for Hoodstake and Matthews. I think this was more maybe Alfredson maybe was kind of disgruntled. I don't know the whole story, but maybe, you know, the Saboteurs needed to fill some slots and get some bodies. So this was maybe a way of trading one for two. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, I think I don't know enough about Alfredson, but uh, two for one for him. I mean, all right, cool. Uh, Hood Stank is as uh, Chaz. Uh, I I'm a little confused what his gamer tag in Discord is now, but Hood Stank is also that uh, Chaz guy uh, from okay. Top Stars in previous seasons. Okay. Um. 
maybe Alfredson is just much better than I understand. I I I literally I'm not even I'm not even gonna try to talk about that this trade. Good on them if that's what you know. I guess good good for them for getting two for one. Uh, Chaz is a decent player, so good for saboteurs. I guess I I don't. I've seen a couple of games with the saboteurs, and Alfredson did look pretty pretty decent on the blue on on the blue line there, and I think he might have played a game or or so on on forward. So. You know, maybe it's just a you know some utility to, utility. You know, Nikki just trying to boost up and get something to play with Keenis on the point, or maybe up front if Keenis is playing center, kind of thing. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. We'll see. I mean, all right. So we had our games of the time slot last week, and we're gonna go over those, and then we're gonna announce our week two feature games. So we're going to go back to Thursday night at week one. I had the Trashers versus the Doodles for the reason when the Doodles made the trade, they had to come out and make a statement. They won the game two to one, but I was against the Trashers second line, it kind of looks like, and the Doodles kind of ran out, you know, possibly their top line. Getting a 2-1 victory, yeah, it's a victory, but I mean, style points sometimes do matter. And probably we can probably kind of not spend a ton of time just kind of oh. talk about our reasonings, I guess, on those yeah, on the yeah. loss or why they were picked or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, they came out. They they were able to get that win, like they like we said they yeah. needed to. So, uh, good for them. Yeah. On Thursday, ten thirty, we had the Acorns playing the Saboteurs because like we didn't know what we were gonna get for both these teams. They played a double overtime game with the Saboteurs winning four to three. So a lot of hockey played there. Friday night it was an all dump stars night and boy it was a bit of a roller coaster there. Friday at ten o'clock we had the dump stars play the acorns because Gronk was playing against his boys and it became a six five overtime win for the dump stars. So that was the dump stars' first win of the season, and then they followed up with an eight nothing loss to the Bandits in game two of Friday night, and it just seems like maybe the and the wheels just started to fall off from there. Uh, Saturday, we had the friendship versus the mullet just because it was like a tight crew on both teams. Everyone knew each other. Um, the mullet beat the friendship four to two. I was in that game. Mikey played center. Um, I don't know who your left wing was in that game, but man, there was a move where Mikey tied up on the faceoff. It was like a two, two game, I believe. And he came yeah. and grabbed the puck. Just absolutely just toe dragged me out of my jock, froze the goalie, yeah, and just like was, buried uh, the goal. I don't remember who it was, but I was, props uh, to him. That was a, that was really a pretty nice. filthy goal. Yeah, that was a really nice goal. Uh that was kill drop, and like you said, yeah, that was two two. So that was the uh that ended up being the game winner. Yeah. And um you know, kill drop is uh, uh an, un- an unknown guy in the league. He was a ninth round pick, so um on him, but and I and I the... can't remember if it was your game or my or the game two, but there was a there was a moment when it was three three two I can't remember, but your goalie like rubber ducky got a beautiful feed in front of the net like point blank on a one timer, and your goalie just absolutely robbed him. I can't remember if that was your game or or the uh, the uh yeah Rock'em I'm game. not hundred percent sure, okay. but that was yeah. uh I mean it. Uh, DNG, he was yeah. a stud. Yeah. 
I think overall that like that was a so that was not even the close to what the original line should have or was originally going to be. I was going to yeah. be in that. we we're going to okay. have some different defense, but you know things happen. Had to change some things around. So, yeah, uh, a hard fought game from both sides, though. For yeah, sure. yeah. No, I mean it was close. I mean, I'm I had to go pick up my jock after that goal, but I mean filthy. <laughs> Gotta give him props. Yeah, that and, that, uh, that clip is in uh, NZHL clips yeah. for anyone who is yeah it was uh, maybe listening and may want to. It was uh, nasty. Watch. It was like one of the cleanest pickups I ever saw on a faceoff. Yep. And uh, Saturday at ten thirty, we had the Doodles versus the Bandits, and the Bandits just rubbed salt in the wound playing the guys that the Doodles gave to them, and an eight one just smashing. It was just embarrassing. You know, felt bad for Hoots playing that game with um with Bruin and all of them and just, you know, I'm pretty sure Hoots hated life that night. Yeah. Uh, all right. That was, that's just an absolute yeah. brutal game. Yeah. Now we're moving on to our week two featured games. Um, Thursday, 10 o'clock, we got the Dumpsters versus Saboteurs. Look, the two bottom teams in the standings both made some moves. They need to start off the week on a good foot. Someone's going to win. Someone's going to lose. Who's it going to be? This is my game. Someone's got to start off the week with a win here. Uh, do you want to say anything or do you want, want me to keep going? Uh, no, no, I think okay, this is no worries. just... Uh, and, yeah. um, I mean, obviously, Thursday at 10.30, it's the Squirrels versus the Bandits, top two teams in the standings. Here's what I want to say. If it's a line of furry Shotzi and John and they're getting pumped, by the bandits, what kind of shots he's going to be in that party? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I think this is that that this this game is going to strictly come down to who is uh, who is in for both for both teams. Because well, that's it. That's it. Like like we want to see teams. We want to see if it's a line top line on. Yeah, yeah. If it's top line on top line, um, I still take the bandits here, but. Uh, the bandits, you know, they may have to go ahead and play some of their guys that uh, may be a little bit well, lower on their, you know, well, internal depth chart. Well, but... I mean, I looked at the games played, and Devin, Duck, and Bronto played all six, and they just play yeah. everyone else two games. Like they, they find loopholes in the system. I mean, but it's legal. There's nothing to do. They're yeah, they're not coming off the ice. Pull, it's just the way they want to do it. Yeah, so. they're coming off the ice. Yeah, they're not coming off the ice. So yeah. you know, good luck to the Squirrel Squad. Um. Hope it's a really good game. Friday at 10 o'clock, we got Friendship versus the Rock'em. You know, first contest ended in an OT victory. Keenest played center. You know, we haven't really forgot about it. Kind of want to try and get back at those guys. So we'll see how the uh, the second contest goes. Friday at 10.30, I got Squirtles versus the Acorns. You know, this is uh, two teams in top three here. You know, maybe this is the battle for second place, depending on how Squirtle does on Thursday night. Saturday at 10 o'clock, I got the Dumpstars versus the Mullet because this was my cup final prediction on paper. And, it, you know, you take away um, Cash Kuss and replace them with Gronk. So you got Led and Gronk versus Shieldsy and Mikey. I mean, it still could be a pretty good matchup. And at 10.30, I got the Trashers versus the Acorns. Because I looked at the rest of the schedule, and this looks like it could be the closest game of all the matchups. And I wanted to give some trashers some love because I didn't have a mention of any other matchups. Uh, any other games? Like you probably didn't really look through the schedule. Oh uh, no, I will admit I did not look as much yeah, through no the schedule. Uh, no worries. Had a lot kind of going on. Yeah. I'm trying to get stars of week and whatnot done. But yeah, absolutely. Um, 
Yeah, no, I think these, this is another every every week that we're gonna have in this league is is gonna be tight. Yeah. Um, gonna be tight games. Gonna be uh, competitive. Uh, there's not. They're obviously outside of kind of like bandits and maybe like Squirtle versus like some of the bottom teams. Um, every night should be interesting. So or every game should be interesting. So yeah, uh, pretty yeah. much could have picked throw throw a name at a throw you know throw a throw a dart at the board and whatever game you land on is gonna be fun. So that's the great thing about the season so far. Yeah. All right, now I'm gonna have another segment. Uh, three players that their team need more out of. My first one is Lavinka, and I mean, it's obvious. He played three games. He only scored four goals. He was a minus 12, 42 face-off percentage. I don't know if he's the full-time center that week, but 42% face-off for a guy who's probably one of the best to do it in this league. It's not very good, and he only took eight shots on net. Need more out of you, Lavinka. The dump stars are sitting with only one win. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, exactly. Which I don't have anything else to add. Yeah. So, and that I mean, number two was going to be Carms for me because he didn't play a game all last week, and you know they they were going to need him to step up. But I just heard he's out of the league now, so we're going to replace Carms with Rack because Rack only played two games last week, and they were tight two one victories. And Rack's a very good defensive forward. So, you know, you need to see Rack in more games here shutting down players. I I don't know how Rack only was able, like maybe his schedule wasn't very good, but but Rack's got to play more than two games a week, wouldn't you think? Uh, yeah, I would think so. And I think uh, especially um, looking, looking at who they've got, um, with Hoots being part-time, you can't. You can't necessarily call like I, I personally wouldn't necessarily call him as like the top line right wing just because he can only play the two nights. I mean the two games. But um, you know, Rack if he can play and you know you can play Rack at left wing, Bruin at center, and uh, you know maybe they stick with Beta at right wing. The uh, that line is a very defensive heavy line, and given our concerns about their uh, their defense, I think that's the way they're going to have to go, and that's the way they're going to have to win games. Is going to be close, uh, you know, low scoring, lower scoring games, and they need Rack for that. So, if Rack can play more, uh, Stinky Doodles could probably be in a little bit better of a position. And my third player is Tots. Well, he had one point in two games, but he was a minus nine, and the Trashers traded for him to be a little more, you know a solid piece there on the left side of their defense. Um, you know, Trashers traded for this guy. They need more out of him. And, you know, obviously Tots knows he needs more out of himself because I don't think they want to play OB four times a week. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know the... Uh... I don't know the dynamics there. Um, I would assume that that coherent killer doesn't want to necessarily have to play every game. Uh, so you know, getting getting tots uh, does allow Obi to potentially move to the right side if need be as well. Um, and I know Obi can do that uh, relatively well. Um, so like uh, compared to to how he normally does play yeah. on the left. Uh, but yeah, tots if. Tots now gets a, a fresh start where it looks like he's going to be able to actually play his position and uh, potentially play it, uh, you know, more more than just one night. 
it's time to time to show time to show what you can do. Yeah. Yeah, and we're pulling for you. You know, we're pulling for all your Absolutely. teams to be good. We don't want to see, you know, bottom feeder teams that are stat nights. We want a competitive league. I'm not rooting for any team to be brutal. I'm just spitting out facts. Yeah, not at all. I mean, this at all. Like, I, not not at all. I completely agree with you. But if every team can be competitive and we don't even know who's going to make playoffs, that's going to be the best thing for the league. It's going to keep everyone involved in the league and everyone interested. So, well, th- yeah. Well, I think we've covered up mostly everything I wanted to cover up, but I have one more question before we go. After these, after week one's played out and you see these standings, other than the Bandits, because that's cheating, what team would you buy stock in moving forward? Um, If I'm talking, if you know, you're talking stocks or you're talking about... Like, if you were, to, if you were to invest stock in a team... Um, I'm and, thinking, and, I, I don't, okay. I don't want to be that guy. Okay. <laughs> but I don't want to be that guy. You're going to be But I'm going to be that guy. And I'm going to, and I'm going to say Bullet Patrol is a team that, that you will hopefully do better than, and should do better than three and three coming forward. Uh, it should be a, a, a riser in the power rankings if everything kind of, Makes sense, and I think we can figure it out as a team. I have faith that we do. But the other team I'm saying is, uh, it's got to be Squirtle, um, the Squirtle Squad. But the Acorns aren't necessarily a, a far option just because of how close they were in all those games. Um, you know, obviously, three out of their four losses being OT, and and I, I I'm not sure if the four their regulation loss was a one goal game or not, but. Obviously, three one-goal games that could have gone very easily the other way. Then, you know what? Fuck it. I think that's that's those two are my teams to look out for, but I would probably say Squirtle just because of uh, goal differential and their record so far. I'm buying at the lowest of the lowest. There is no way the Dump Stars are finishing here at the end of the season. Not a chance. Led Gronk. I just I just don't believe that a team with Led and Gronk is going to be last in the standings. I'm buying low. I'm selling high. The dumb stars for me. That's yeah. That's another. That's another one that you could look at. Uh, I just uh, I'm I'm a little sh- I'm struggling with that one a little personally. I think it seems like uh, their kind of morale is a lot is down. I think a lot of a lot of shit's going on in their yeah. in the, you know in their locker room. So. But uh, they, but they, but they come out on. at ten o'clock oh. tomorrow and they get a win. I think things are back on track. Like the yeah, only thing is, sure. is I like mean, I don't. Yeah, exactly. Like availability hasn't been posted yet. So if I had to pick a backup one because the dumb stars might just throw it in, I'm also investing in the mullet patrol because like I can't I can't bet my money against Shieldsy compared to everyone else. Like obviously, like. Like I said, we were not allowed to pick the banners. We had to pick someone else. And if I'm looking at this board, there's nobody else that would put my money on than Shieldsy. And it's a very, very fair, very fair assessment. I mean, Shieldsy is Shieldsy was the number one overall pick. I think it's, I, you know, I think come the end of the season, they're gonna you're gonna look and see. Yeah, that is the reason he was the number number one overall. Yeah. All right, well, I think that's all the time I have. I mean, covered everything. Um, just want to say good luck to all you guys tomorrow night, week two. 
Um, probably we'll have one more episode. Is it the Christmas break after next week, or are we going on Christmas break after this weekend? It's probably after next weekend, right? Um, you know, I, I'll, I'll be honest, I did ask that question later, uh, earlier today, and I never did get an answer, so I'm not quite sure. Right. Uh, but we should be able to get a you know another episode in. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, recapping at least, um, yeah. you know, at least kind of recapping what happened and any yeah. trades or whatever. But yeah. so, all right. Well, if you like the podcast, um, hit like, leave five stars, follow. You know, I, I enjoy doing this. I'm sure CN enjoys doing this. You know, I'm sure John would love doing this, but his work schedule is just bearing. I don't know. You know, next time, I don't know when John will ever be back on the show. We hope so, but if not. Maybe we're auditioning for a third person. So keep that in mind. But uh, I was Westy. This was CN. Until next time, boys, good luck. Peace.